The man has only one look for Christ's sake. Blue steel, Ferrari, Latigra, they're the same face. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, guys, uh, welcome to the Crazy Pills Podcast. So I actually haven't posted anything for, I think, three, maybe four weeks. Something happened to my mic, lost a cord, got a replacement, uh, didn't work, and uh, wasn't happy with the sound without the mic. And so I actually recorded two podcasts and then never posted it. But I feel inspired to actually post today, so here we go. Okay, so um, let me talk about capital gains tax, okay? For those of you not familiar with capital gains tax, right, right now you have an income tax, right? It's depending on your tax bracket, they tax at different percentages. So uh, if you didn't know, income tax was originally introduced because uh, according to the government, we needed help to fund World War One. It was gonna be a temporary thing to help us fund World War One. And then here we go, 100 plus years later, okay? so. You know, when, just when you think, whenever we're told, especially by the government or the bureaucracy, that something is going to be temporary, it's probably not going to be temporary, right? There's lots and lots and lots of um, incidences in the past where we've been told it's going to be temporary and it just hasn't been, okay? So just, just off the bat. Uh, a tax that's even more ridiculous, if you're not familiar with it, is called the capital gains tax. So capital gains is like if I invest in stocks, I invest in crypto. Uh, technically, if I go invest in gold and silver, uh, basically I invest in something. Okay. Let's just say I buy into this crypto at a dollar and then it goes up to $3 and then I sell. So I made $2 from that. I'm actually obligated by the government to pay tax on that $2 that I made. Okay. Never mind that the money I invested originally, they already taxed me on that because it's income, right? But if I actually take a risk and go invest in something else, the government right now has a setup where they have the right to actually take a percentage of that um, to do whatever the hell they want with it, to you know, to pay <laughs> to pay the senators to not run the country. Okay, so. They can actually get away with this because we're financially illiterate, right? If I talk to most people about this, they don't even know about it. And then uh, for the people that are listening to it or watching it out, like you should be outraged. It's ridiculous. It's like you're getting pounded in the butt and then you're like, holy shit, are they really doing that to us? So they're taxing you on your income, right? If you go and risk that money and you make money from the money you risk, they're going to tax you on that. Now, if I go and invest and I lose all the money, you can write off $5,000, right? But if I lost like a hundred grand, only, I only, they only count 5,000 of those dollars not to, to, you could write off. But if I make a hundred grand, they're entitled to the whole hundred grand. And like they can actually use that whole hundred thousand dollars and then do capital gains tax. Now, if you held the asset for under a year, it just gets kind of like regular income. If you've held it for longer than years, called like long-term capital gains, right now um, it's capped at uh, 20%, right? And I think actually Trump did something where he lowered it. And then there's talk right now of Biden wanting to potentially raise that up to like 
okay? This has nothing to do with Trump or Biden or who's good or who's bad, you know, I'm not supporting that. It's just, I'm just talking about kind of the politician and then how they're going about it, right? Like we're gonna change capital gains tax. That's what they're talking about, okay? And we're financially, financially illiterate and then we allow it to happen, okay? Now, obviously if you follow me on Instagram, Instagram stories, the podcast, you can see I'm passionate about like economy as a whole, but like I'm crystal clear that just raising this issue isn't enough to change it, okay? Um, obviously I own a gym. And have you guys ever noticed, okay, how come sometimes, or maybe it's you, maybe it's people you know, there's people that could just change their diet, go and like read up on something, study something, and then just get it pretty easily. And then there's other people just like, oh, there's this excuse or this reason, or like, you know, it's too much, it's too overwhelming. Or maybe they actually put in some effort and they just don't get it, right? It's nothing to do with whether they're too smart or not smart enough. And this is where it goes into my other passion. You know, I talk a lot about self-awareness, but awareness of self is actually only even available with enough energy. Okay, so it's actually energy. So if you think you could categorize it, right? In the area of health and fitness, certain people, that area, they have more energy in that area and things just seem to flow easier. But maybe the person who's really good at health and fitness, when it comes to relationships, there's a challenge in energy. So even though they just seem to pick everything up in health and fitness in relationships, it's like they're a dummy or they, they're just not enough for them to actually go study, right? It's just how much energy is available, okay? Now, right now, in the current way, um, the current consciousness of how we're, how the universe or how we're, how, let me take that back to the universe. The current consciousness of how we actually progress, if you look at the big changes in your life or you look at other people, most of the time we actually change when there's massive pain or trauma, okay? That's when we actually change. You are, you just lost your business or you just got fired or lost your job. A loved one, someone close to you died. Maybe you got your heart broken. Maybe there's some massive health um, or body challenges that comes up. Right, something that actually shakes you out of your comfort zone and then has you start searching for things and then that is actually what started your journey and then you almost, you almost, that you, in the long term, you actually see that as a gift, you benefited from that and then it took you to another level. Okay, that's really, really common. The other one that's possible, it's less common but it's actually possible, is that you proactively choose something and to be able to practically choose something right you can acknowledge or see something that's there now right so for me obviously this thing is really really frustrating with the economy and then also there's like a vision for the future for what i want to see for other people okay we are we are getting taken advantage of lied to as a society as a species around the world with how finances work and then right now, collectively, there's not enough energy in the consciousness of the collective to actually even, one, uh, go get, go study up on it, figure out what's going on, and then two, start actually doing something about it, okay? We just don't know. When you don't know, when there's not enough energy, you just kind of take what the system actually gives you, okay? now.
if you are frustrated by the stuff going on in the world, and you notice I'm actually going with finances because um, the way the system is set up right now, it's just designed to be too complex for you to understand it. Okay, so there's not even a emotional charge that you have with it. Whereas if I go the health route, right, or if I go the politics route, I talk about anything in politics with health, right, it's very, very easy for me to trigger people, maybe you, because we've been programmed to actually believe certain things, want to pick sides on certain things, and you're just kind of dealing with that level of who's right, who's wrong. And so when I even talk about it, if it doesn't fit one narrative, then, oh, you must be for the other narrative, and I can't even get through. Okay, but when I'm talking about the economy and finances, they don't even bother to program me. <laughs> it just, it's just, it's too complex for you to understand. By the way, uh, our justice system is the same way, right? Now we need like a $400 an hour translator to translate the law that governs all of us. And then in the legal system, the word is or this word and this word that usually we know what it means. It means something different in the legal system. And there's layers and layers and complexities and like the legal system is now, how do you find loopholes? You know, how do you, how do you best play the system and how do you translate it, right? Like this law that governs me, I can't even, I don't even have access to it, right? Like it's, that's our, that's our justice system, okay? Is it there to actually uh, enforce morals and make sure the society works the way it's supposed to? Or is it just a bunch of complex, overly complex, Jar, uh, stuff layered on top of each other that's really, really hard to get through. Like, how is that actually serving society? You know, how come the average person who even knows what's right or wrong, like what's fair, what's not fair, like, like they, they don't, they can't even, um, they can't even, even the average person who knows what's wrong, what's right, what's fair, what's not fair, and like, what just, what, what would actually help, you know, society grow and work better? Like, even the average person can see that. And then we have this like legal system, which is drawn out, expensive, you know, you have to pay a lot of money. And then oftentimes the right thing doesn't happen, right? How ridiculous is that? Okay. So I'm not going to go there anymore. I'm going to stay with the financial system. Okay. So if you're frustrated by this, that's a good thing, right? Because frustration, there's enough, at least there's enough energy there for you to do something about it now to make that frustration into a hunger to change the world right what do you actually want the world to be like what outcome do you want right and how do you actually make that difference i can tell you right now it's not changing rules it's not staying in the current system and then adding another layer of rules on top of it okay we're in the situation that we're in right now of the economy because of the current system there's a certain amount of energy available, and then this is just a system we're at, okay? Printing another $1.9 trillion, um, it's, it's not gonna end well, right? When people are in general taking better care of their body, right? putting healthier foods in their body, actually getting in contact with nature the way they're supposed to, um, get in to actually raise their self-awareness or consciousness, a lot of these problems that we're dealing with will automatically evolve. Okay, and that's kind of the route I chose, right? I, I decided to choose the economy 
as a platform to basically point out how absurd and ridiculous things are. But that's just almost like the um, initial trigger for people to just see it's just kind of what a, what a what a mediocre state we're in as a species. And then for that to actually build a hunger, to actually want to make a difference in the world. And the very best way you can make a difference in the world, me included, is to actually embody that yourself, right? So Gandhi already said it 80 years ago, whatever, right? Be the change that you wish to see in the world. You have to actually embody it yourself first. From there, it's actually starting to go after the low hanging fruits, other people that are ready to actually embody that too. Okay. You don't need to get everyone. You just need to get the people that are ready. Okay. And who are the people that are ready? The people that are ready to actually make a difference in the world, the people that are ready to take responsibility for themselves, to put healthy stuff in their body, to just move their body. They don't have to do CrossFit, you know, but like, you know, there's at least a little, a amount of active movement you need to do your body to, to promote healthy cognitive cognitive function and your ability to actually do more, right? And you, you notice the more people have their shit together, the less drama they have in their lives, the more they don't, you know, they don't, they pay their shit on time, the more they can actually give and help other people, right? So rather than dwell on people that aren't ready, which is if you tried, you know, you're gonna be frustrated, it's not gonna do anything, focus on the people that are hungry and ready you know, and then work with them, you know, embody that yourself, reach out to them. If someone is close, reach out to them to actually wake up, you know, like help them actually overall raise their vibration or raise their awareness, which automatically will actually help raise the awareness of everyone. Okay. And I don't know how it's going to happen, you know, but I have a feeling, a strong feeling that at some point, we're going to reach a tipping point of energy or consciousness and it tips over and then everything actually will just start transforming and shifting on its own. Okay. So rather than go into the system and try to fix the system. So if you notice, I complain about the federal reserve and how we're printing money and how it's, how we're lied to and everything, but like, Trying to educate people on that right now isn't actually really doing anything. What I'm actually looking for is more for the people that can get it to actually feel the frustration and then actually feel the hunger to step up and then do something about it themselves. And when I say do something, it, you embody what it is that you actually wish to see. Okay. This is more like a rant. Um, but, and you know, I haven't released the podcast for a while, but uh, thanks for listening or watching and I'll talk to you guys next time.